I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Welcome back to Baskin and Phelps. I'm Jeff Phelps. My buddy over there is Andy Baskin. And Menigan, Meredith Kane. That's your crew for today. You're so silly. All right, so the interviews are continuing. Now it's Brian Flores. And, of course, Brian was a Patriots assistant coach, head coach in Miami, suing the NFL, gets hired in Pittsburgh. He's interviewing for the defensive coordinator's position. Jim Schwartz interviewed earlier in the week. There are a couple of other names that are being thrown around. Let's forget the names for a second. Okay. And let's see what you might want in a defensive coordinator. Hang on. I'm writing down my wants. Able to make adjustments. Well, that's a good one, isn't it? Yeah. First and foremost, that's probably it right there. Has good relationship with players. I, I will say the first thing I want in a new defensive coordinator, I want a guy who's been a defensive coordinator. So are you eliminating Flores? I'm no. That's the first thing I want. That's my main thing here. Have you been a successful defensive coordinator? That in and of itself puts Jim Schwartz at the top of my list. He's without question to me the best guy of of the of the guys that they've talked about interviewing. And there are four of those guys. He is at the top of the list for me because he's been a defensive coordinator and a pretty good one. He was with the Titans 2001 to 2008, then took over as head coach of the Lions. After he left that, he went to Buffalo for a season as defensive coordinator, and they were pretty good, led the league in sacks. And then he took a consulting position with the NFL's officiating department to give a coach's perspective. Uh, Doug Marone resigned at the end of the year. New Bills coach was Rex Ryan, brought in his own people rather than keeping Schwartz. So that's why he left Buffalo. And then after that year of you know working with the NFL, he takes over the Eagles. They weren't very good. And all of a sudden, boom, they get pretty good, and they win the Super Bowl. Okay. It's got a lot of years. He improved no the Eagles. When he took over, Andy, they were 30th in yards allowed, so near the bottom, 28th in points allowed. 
His first year, they improved to 13th and 12th in those categories. And in his second season, they were both, they were fourth in both categories. These are according to our friends at Wiki. And then they won the Super Bowl. So he's been there. He's done that. He's been a head coach. He's been a head coach for five seasons. And last year he was the, um, he, he won, and I don't get this. I, you know, who knows how these guys operate. He stepped away from the Eagles, said he wanted to step away from coaching, resigned from the Eagles. Now, you know, different situation. And then he was hired by the Titans as a defensive assistant, senior defensive assistant, and did that for a little while. So he's worked for Bill Belichick, Jeff Fisher, Ted Marchabroda, Doug Marone, Doug Peterson, and Mike Rabel. Does that do anything for you? It's a pretty good crew, isn't it? Mm-hmm. I I just think if you're just looking at straight resume, Andy, then he's clearly the guy. But you're not looking at straight resume. I don't know Jim Schwartz. I don't know what kind of guy he is. I know he has a terrific resume and has been successful as a defensive coordinator. Then you have Brian Flores, who I think is an extremely intriguing candidate. I, I thought he did a nice job. In Miami, I thought, obviously, his whole situation with suing the NFL over racial discrimination. Does that matter? No, but I I will say it's it's certainly something that's on his resume. It's not a good or a bad thing. It's just there. I couldn't care less. I think he probably has a great point and should probably win that case. And... Uh, if if you're the Browns and you interview him and he doesn't get the job, is that an issue? I don't think so because, you know, if you hire a guy who's who's extremely qualified, like Jim Schwartz, then, okay, that's just the way that went. The, the concern I have about Brian Flores, and, and tell me if I should be concerned about this, and I, I don't know that I should, but it immediately goes against the one thing I said. He's never been a defensive coordinator. Now, he's been a longtime defensive coach. I mean, he's been on the defensive ball, uh, side of the ball since 2011. I know. He's never been a defensive coordinator. He's been a head coach, um, not for terribly long, but he's been a head coach for three years. And I thought he was pretty good. You know? He seemed to do something that I think is a a nice thing. It, it, you don't have to have it. He inspires his players. Okay? I mean, this he got could use some inspiration. I can't argue with that. He got him fired up. You know, we were just in the last break kicking around. We threw out some names. And Menigan made this very astute comment. Tony Dungy doesn't seem like an absolute ball of fire who would have inspired his his team to play. But guess what? His team respected him and played for him. In two different spots, Tampa and Indy. I think Tony Dungy's terrific. But, you know... Not like he's Rex Ryan. Well, it's all style. And by the way, right. if if you're going to stay with Kevin Stefanski, doesn't it doesn't hurt to have somebody who's going to come in and be a ball of fire? There's nothing wrong. I with that. don't mind that at all. I think Flores would be a good hire. I do. I don't think they're wrong with either one of those. But I. But again, he's not been a defensive coordinator. Yeah, that doesn't bother me. Okay, so he's been a head coach. That's okay. Well, but and he's been on the defensive side of the ball for almost twelve years. I get that. Kevin Stefanski was on the offensive side of the ball for 14 years. Okay. Most of it, 
I think it was a year or so he did some defense in Minnesota. All right, and people are screaming he shouldn't do this, shouldn't do that, whatever, blah, 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 blah. So a guy can come from all kinds of different backgrounds. To me right now, the the two guys that I would of of just because we're more familiar with them, Jim Schwartz has been successful. I think Brian Flores did a nice job as head coach in Miami, and I think he'd be a fine hire. And the other guys, I don't think you'd go wrong with either one of those guys. Yeah, the Do other you? guys. No, I don't think. I don't. If you hired either one of those guys, my thought would be this: All right, good. That that'd be it. Good. Well done. And yeah. and you probably just right away, Andy, improved your situation with the defensive coordinator. No offense to Joe Woods. Still got to get personnel on the field. Well, there and is that. Isn't the, neither one of these guys. I don't think Brian Flores has made a tackle in a while. And you, you can't, I'm sure Jim Schwartz hasn't made a tackle. You can't anymore. coach up, you know, you can't coach up lesser talent and turn it into the top defense in the NFL. I, do you feel like that this is, um, again, we're not hiring a head coach, we're hiring a coordinator. But doesn't this feel like they're hiring a head coach? Like, oh, here's the candidates for the defensive coordinator position. Blah, blah, blah. I mean, like, we're, we're talking about this like they're hiring a head coach. You think not so? just me. Yeah, I think everyone has been doing this. Now, is that because the season's over and it's the biggest story on the team? Yeah, probably. I'll buy into that. But yeah. I do think that we're sitting, and I think some fans might be wondering, are they hiring the guy who's going to take over for the guy who, if it doesn't work? And I know that we've had this conversation before. But I don't think Kevin's got Kevin's to make the right hire, the guy who's going to help this team right now become a better team. Because if that happens, he becomes a better head coach. Sean Desai from Seattle. Don't know much about him. To be honest, he did have the title of D.C. for the Bears for a year. Okay, so there's that. And, Andy, he could end up he could end up being a phenomenal defensive coordinator and maybe one day a phenomenal head coach. Who knows? Um, Jim Leonard was at Wisconsin as the interim head coach. You know, seems really intriguing, doesn't he? It all depends on how they what they want, and the other part of this too is like, how do do we know how Schwartz would fit in with the current staff? There's another thing here, like you've got a, a right. puzzle and you're missing a piece and you're trying to find a match. So I don't know, maybe not being a defensive coordinator before might be a part of the match. Maybe sure. Kevin Stefanski thinks that if he's got a guy who's really close to being a good defensive coordinator, that he can help him become a good defensive coordinator. How are you going to find that piece of the puzzle? Yeah, Gerard Mayo, been a, been an assistant coach, never been a defensive coordinator. And again, doesn't mean he couldn't be phenomenal. What you want to do is, I, I personally think if you could, if you had great skills at identifying the next great fill-in-the-blank, phenomenal, that's great. But in this situation... And and here's the other aspect of it to me, Andy, that I think has to come into play. If you're Kevin Stefanski, and I, I would assume, and Kevin said himself, he's not making the decision on his own. If you're Andrew Barry, and you probably think you've got a year to get this right, are you going to go with a guy who's been there, done that, and has been successful at doing what it is you need done, or are you going to think, yeah, you know what? This guy, I think, can really do the job and could really develop into this. There's not a lot of development time, if you're Kevin, to me. 
You, you better get a defensive coordinator who can help you win football games no, next year. Yeah, you need a plug-and-play guy you that sure can come do. right in and change things immediately. You know, Jim Schwartz, hey, this is how I do it. Take a look at the success in Philadelphia. That Super Bowl parade was fun. That would go a long way for me. Brian Flores, I led the Dolphins, who were awful, to a 10-6 and record in my second season. I did it by focusing on the defense. Hey, that sounds pretty good to me. That team was not good. And so... Those, that's why those two guys, to me, Andy, are head and shoulders above everybody else. We haven't seen real interest in a couple of other guys who you think might be guys who are, are there. Um, would you want Steve Wilkes back? You know, Carolina's interviewing. If he doesn't get the, get the gig in Carolina, Steve Wilkes could be a name that pops up. What about Mike Zimmer? Does, does Mike Zimmer want to coach defense again? He was the head coach in Minnesota. Yeah, when I do Kevin think that's, was there. that's an interesting name. I do. Th- I think so too. Hmm. I don't know. It's going to be interesting, but I do think we're acting like this is a head coach's job. Like we're looking at it like this, and all these guys have ties to Bill. Man, it feels like almost all of them do. Somehow, some way, they've crossed paths with Bill Belichick. Majority of them that we've talked about. Yeah. Well, Mayo, Flores, Schwartz. All three of those guys. It's interesting. That's and I think that's a good thing. What do you want, folks? What do you want in a defensive coordinator? Because the Browns need one. And if I'm Kevin Stefanski, I I'm not messing around with a guy who I think can be a good defensive coordinator if I can avoid it. I'd rather go hire the guy who has been a good defensive coordinator and I think will be again. How about you? Two one six five seven eight zero zero nine two. It's Baskin and Phelps here on the fan. We've heard a bunch of names thrown out with the Browns' search for a defensive coordinator. I'm, I'm sure there could be other guys that aren't on the radar yet who Kevin Stefanski knows, other people might know, other people they might want to interview who get on the radar and all that stuff. What do you want in a defensive coordinator? If they're not on the radar now, that means they don't like the guys that they brought in, right? Oh, if they keep expanding the search, yeah. I don't know. It's that whole thing. We're going to look for the best candidate and I'm possible also, uh, and blah, 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 Don't blah, you blah. also think that we don't know all the candidates? Oh, I think that's absolutely true. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and there, there are folks who have been thrown out as names to keep an eye on. The defensive coordinator in Denver who didn't take over on an interim basis. Uh, ESPN's Jake Trotter says keep an eye on that guy. So, you know, keep an eye on this guy, that guy. All that stuff's all well and good. Keep an eye on Steve Wilkes if he doesn't get the Carolina job. And I'm there. Andy and I said that. Keep an eye on Steve Wilkes. Keep an eye on anybody. How's that sound? Well, at this point, yes. You know? Lovey Smith. You want to keep an eye on him? He's looking for a job. I he? think Lovey would be a candidate. I like Lovey more as a as a head coach, maybe. But I to me, the guy who the guy who fits my criteria the best is Jim Schwartz. Now, whether that makes him the best guy for the job, I don't know. Brian Flores might be the best motivator of men in the defensive schemer of all time. I don't know the answer to that. I just know Schwartz has the background that I think makes him a no-brainer hire. So, But the key for you, though, is like the most important quality this defensive coordinator needs to have is what? I, I would love it to be having been a successful defensive coordinator in the NFL. To me, that's it. And, you know, if you did it for a year someplace or whatever, okay, that that helps. 
but Schwartz has done it for many years and has done it very well. Ron's in North Olmstead. Ron, what do you want in a defensive coordinator? Hey, Ron. Morning, guys. Morning. Hey, uh, one of the things that I always thought was interesting is that there was nobody on Kevin Stefanski's staff to push him as a head coach. You know, as far as if he really sucked, was there anybody in-house to take over his his position? So my personal opinion is that if Stefanski himself... In, in theory, in theory the let me just throw a name out at you. Sure. Bill Callahan. Yeah, that was... A- Bill's been a head coach. But is that to push him? That's I, I, See like, that? Yeah. Are we talking about pushing him as a head coach to make him think that way or pushing him... As far as hey man, if this isn't working out, this guy's coming right. Yeah, you don't right. want you don't want a guy on your staff who's uh, who's threatening your job, Ron. You want him to help you be a better coach, right? Well, but don't they do that by also having personal capability and or not personal but professional capability of you know basically taking over? So my in essence, my general opinion is that if Stefanski himself is making the hire. It's probably Jared Mayo. If there is major influence by the rest of the staff, um, it's probably Flores or somebody along those lines. Just in case the fansky, you know, if they feel like they have to replace him, that there's somebody in-house that they can replace him with. The only thought is this, Ron. All right, if he sure. hires Jared Mayo and it takes Jared Mayo a little while to develop as a defensive coordinator and they don't win next year, Kevin's gone anyway. Well, so And Jared's probably gone sure. too. And Jared's probably gone too. But if you hire yeah. Jim yeah. Schwartz yeah. and he does a great job as defensive coordinator, if you hire Brian Flores and he does a great job as defensive coordinator, Kevin's golden. Right, and increases his job security. Right. Yeah, it's okay. a, there's a lot of Fair catch-22 going yeah, on. There really yeah, there really is. Ron, thank you. Sure. Good, good thoughts from you. I, I, I do think that's the case, Andy. You know, okay, Jim Schwartz might be a great head coach candidate. Well, why? Our team just went twelve and five. Why would we fire our head coach? You wouldn't. Bills in Parma. Hello, Bill. Hey, good morning, you guys. Hey, man. You know, uh, growing up in Southern Missouri. Raised by a large animal veterinarian, there wasn't much to do. Wait, raised by what? A large animal large veterinarian. Animal veterinarian. Oh, veterinarian. Okay. Nice. Yeah. And so when you weren't wrestling cattle, uh, what does one do? Uh, you read the Kansas City Star and Times. And the Kansas City Star and Times always told you about the Kansas City Chiefs. And Shocker. they had a scout by the name of Lloyd Wells, as you guys well know, who uh, was a was scouted the black universities for them and got players like Willie Lanier, Buck Otis Buchanan. Taylor, Buck Buchanan, Emmett Thomas, on and on. Then when I got older and got into graduate school and ended up doing what I ended up doing, I uh, was able to uh, rub shoulders with George Young, who was a great uh, talent evaluator. And I'd always always had, after reading about Lloyd Wells, what was the issue about uh, evaluating talent. And one of the things that, that I learned was when George became general manager of the New York Giants, the first thing he said was, we're 10 years behind the, new, the Dallas Cowboys in evaluating talent and getting good players in here through the draft. And the person that was, did it for them was a guy named Bucko Kilroy. And so George went and tried to find as many people that had been under Kilroy as possible to do that. And then within three years or four years after that, he had Phil Sims, he had Mark Haynes, he had 
Lawrence Taylor. He had Terry Kennard. He had Lawrence Marshall, uh, Gary Reasons, on and on. That's where the problem is, you guys. And the problem is, is you know, and I think this is a little bit of sleight of hand issue that the the head coach and the general manager are doing to shift it away from them. I mean, I do think it's important to get a good defensive coordinator. Keep in mind, Steve Wilkes went to the University of Missouri that one year. He was he was awful there. He was awful. And now I know he, I know I think what he went to Carolina or someplace and did okay as a you know head coach for a period of time, but he was dreadful. And but anyway, that's the issue that the Browns have right now and going forward. The cap space is going to be taken away by Watson's salary. They've got to draft better. They've got to get better people in free agency. And 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 to be honest with you, my opinion, it's important about this defensive coordinator. But the heat needs to be on the general manager and the scouting group to get players in here. All I, that in I would between. Agree. All that in between feeding and hurting. That's amazing that no, you were no, able to no. do all that. Wrestling, wrestling, vaccinating, dehorning. It was, it was fun. It was wow. fun when your I, dad's a cowboy. That's awesome. I'm watching Yellowstone now. Bill, so I'm thank you, buddy. Thanks. Thanks, Bill. I think Bill makes a, a real point. And as part of our roster review mm-hmm. and review of the season, we will be reviewing Andrew Barry as well. And I think that's where Bill's point is going to become pretty evident. You know, who has come in here? in the Andrew Berry drafts and really impacted the team. Can think about that moving forward. I think we should do some rodeo. Jefferson Maslin, home of the Tigers. Rodeo now. Hello, Jeff. Hey, gentlemen. Hey, uh, what a crappy day. Uh, driving around here isn't it? very pleasant. But, Good luck. Uh, foggy. Uh, yeah, right. Uh, no, I, uh, as I told the screener, I'm a, uh, a lifelong Dolphins fan, so I wanted to just kind of give you my two cents on Flores. Yeah, please do. Yeah, no, I think the guy is a, a tremendous defensive mind. Uh, if he comes to Cleveland, um, you're going to you're going to be pressured people um, left and right. That's his game. Um, you're going to have to find a stud safety uh, in order to, to accomplish what I think this guy is going to want to do. But obviously, you got you know your defensive end, and I don't know where Clowney fits in. Probably he doesn't. not. But they're going to yeah, you're going to have to have. Um, have some guys that can do that but his defense brings it uh the only thing i'm concerned about is his communication ability as a head coach i don't think it was i think that was one of the issues in miami that he had in terms of uh communicating with certain players i i I think he lacks a little bit in relationship building uh but he he's got the defensive mind there's no question about that so that's really all i got all right, Jeff, drive safely. Thank you. Dolphin perspective. It's not bad. No. If he's having a if he's having a problem with communicating as a head coach, well, he wouldn't be interviewing for the head coaching gig. So that's you know, that's okay by me. Dave's on the cell phone, Dave. Hi guys. Hey Dave. Question. You know, with this analytics Paul D. Podesta guy doesn't value linebackers uh, in free agency. A, I E or in the draft, um, they traded up for JOK. Yeah, I'm not sure JOK is a linebacker. He was more of a kind of a safe, kind of a kind of a hybrid safe. guy. Yeah, right. But my my point is, you know, philosophically, 
they're from the Belichick tree, and I assume they they favor the three four. I know defenses mix and match a lot, but um, you know, what do you think about that? I mean, what I mean is Paul D. Podesta part of the uh, the the DC hunt, uh, and the other thing is Andrew Barry, Fred Warner, third round pick. Greenwell, fifth-round pick, okay? We don't have too many high picks in the next couple of years. Pressure's on Andrew Barry. I'll hang up and listen. Thank you, Dave. Appreciate that. I have a friend who, whenever we have a phone conversation, he ends his phone conversations with me. A by, phone call? By, Start yeah, with a question? No, by saying, okay, thanks. Fire Stefanski, I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> Just like Dave. Um, Long-time friend, first-time caller. I truly think that Andrew Barry has to get better talent in here. That, it's, it's not rocket science. The drafts haven't produced a whole lot of guys who right now we, we think, yep, done, stud. That guy can play. There are still guys on the roster that we think are like, well, we think this guy can be okay. This might work. Yeah, well, that might work and might develop. That's not going to help Kevin Stefanski keep his job. It's not going to help Andrew Barry keep his job, and it's not going to help the Browns win anytime soon. You know they they've got to do it and they've got to do it now, Andy. Yeah, I'm just looking at draft picks over the next couple of years. It's not fun. It's just hard to look at the empty spots in the first round. Yeah, but but keep this in mind. You've got about 60 guys, right? Yep. Well, the first round pick's only one. I mean, I know, but he's you nailed, one you the, nailed the Joe the Thomas pick back in the day, right? How'd yeah. that work for you? You got a Hall of Fame left tackle and you didn't put anything else around him. So if you nailed the picks in rounds two, three, four, five, and six, well, you got a pretty good football team, don't you? Exactly. Yeah. Nick Costos, Odyssey Sports Betting Insider. What should you be doing this weekend, folks? And I don't mean like going to a movie or something. Where should you be putting your money? Costos, next.